Good morning, everyone, and uh, happy Easter Sunday to you. And we've got the perfect topic for today, uh, your spirituality, your way, uh, which is a great thing to be talking about on Easter Sunday. And I appreciate you all being here. And I wanted to start off today with something really special, and that is that Rachel is going to lead us in a meditation to get us started. So, Rachel, you can go ahead and uh, the floor is yours. Good morning, everyone. So, I want you to take a big breath in. Gently release that breath in. Breathe in again, scanning your body for tension. Release your breath into this tension and feel it lift away. Allow your thoughts, your appointments, and your plans all to lift away. Breathe in again, right to our bellies, and release all that needs to be thought about right now. This is your time. This is your space. Our breath draws us together energetically creating a bigger force, a deeper connection, a more expansive universal energy. This connection raises us together, creating an even higher vibration. Feel this vibration lift inside of our energy centers. From the tip of your tailbone, right up your spine, out through the top of our crown chakra, connecting us all universally, energetically, and spiritually. Breathe in, breathe out. Allow any sensations, feelings, or thoughts to guide you. Breathe in, breathe out. We are all connected. We are all one. Breathe in, breathe out. Surrender to your energy. Surrender to your light. For it is here you will find your infinite freedom and possibility. Breathe in, breathe out. 
our beautiful life can be lived in our own spiritual way. Breathe in, breathe out, and share it with the oneness that we all truly are. And so it is. Please come back to the room in the way that honors you and your soul. Namaste. Thank you so much, Rachel. You're welcome. Oh, what a perfect way to start. Today and every day, we will be talking a little bit today about daily practices um, and what it is that we do throughout the day, uh, throughout the, the days, the weeks, and so on to be feeding ourselves spiritually. And for me, uh, one thing that I find works well for me is just the mine is really simple um, and I'm going to confess to you that I'm going to be looking for some ideas uh, from you guys today to uh, to enrich my spiritual practice in the morning uh, because right now I just do something really simple that is from uh, Robin Sharma uh, he uh, does recommends 20 minutes of spiritual food so sometimes that 20 minutes for me is uh, YouTube, sometimes it's meditation, sometimes it's a book, sometimes it's um, writing, whatever that happens to be. And then um, 20 minutes of moving my body. And so that might just be some stretching or that kind of thing. And then 20 minutes of mindfully planning my day so that my day is not taking over for me. Right. Uh, it's just so that I'm doing what it is that I intended to do throughout the day. So we'll be talking a little bit later on the call about um, those daily practices. So if you can kind of think of some of the things you can do to share with the group, that would be amazing. And uh, it'll be lovely to hear from everyone today. Uh, being a smaller group, we can do that, which is great. So today's topic is your spiritual life your way. And the reason that I chose that topic is because I, for, I'm going to just take you back to my childhood. And uh, Easter Sunday was always really special because we very often got new spring dresses. So uh, it, was, it was really nice. We, my mother was um, a minister and so obviously we uh, went to church every Sunday and you know morning and night and a couple times a week and um, so when I was a young child she wasn't she wasn't a pastor so I've got memories of of being able to sit on the church bench with her and and you know Sunday evening services laying down and having her touch my hair you know uh, while while she was listening to the sermon and so on and uh, you know those memories of standing out in front of our house and those Easter dresses and just really brings back those special memories. But another thing that it brings back for me is that feeling of not quite belonging. And uh, from a very young age, I had that feeling that it something just wasn't quite resonating with me, that wasn't 
quite right. And, um, you know, most, most of it felt really good, but some of it didn't feel really, didn't feel right for me. Um, Chris just sent me a note that we're getting some background music or some background noise. So if, if you can mute yourself, if you are not speaking, that would be great. Um, so anyway, so as a young child, I had this feeling of not quite belonging. And then um, I tried and tried and tried and tried and tried, um, but secretly thought there was something wrong with me. And uh, as a teenager, I went through those uh, years where, um, you know, it was either black or white. There was no in between. And so if I didn't feel like I belonged in the church, uh, I made sure that I went to the extreme opposite. And I would go back and forth like a ping pong ball, right? So, uh, you know, uh, and uh, I just, again, searching for that something. And when I was about 15 years old, I remember very specifically having a knowing. So even though I still really felt like I didn't fit in and I felt like an outsider and that there was something wrong with me, uh, when I was about 15, I really remember having this knowing that um, I had a ministry and it didn't make sense to me. Um, my mother, uh, she was a pastor at this time. Uh, and so, you know, I was, you know, she, she used to tell me that, you know, part of being a leader, that I was such a strong leader and it was such a good thing because when I was on board, everybody was on board, like all the young people in the church and the youth group and so on. But when I was out, they were out too, right? And so I just felt like this tremendous pressure. And um, again, I felt like I had this ministry, but I knew that I, that it wasn't with the church and that it, it didn't quite fit yet. And I didn't know how to put it in words. I mean, I was 15 years old, right? And so I decided to completely give up on spirituality, period. The end, done. And, um, and I lived that way till I was probably in my mid thirties. So 20 years. And uh, in my mid thirties, I felt the need again for something more and for searching for what made sense to me. And uh, I was fortunate enough to have some really great teachers who taught me the beautiful blend between what I was raised with and all of the wonderful things about uh, traditional religion or Christianity or spirituality that way, as well as my, my own things. And uh, as at the time I was working uh, in massage and doing massage, and I remember talking to my mom about it and saying, you know, every time I touch someone, I'm making sure that I am sending them blessings and praying for them and, and just giving them, sending them all the love I can through my hands, right? And then as I began to teach this work, um, Back in 2012, the, when I became a Heal Your Life teacher and coach, um, then I, that was another way for me to have this ministry. And I think, you know, it's really been the last couple of years that I've recognized that this really is what I was called to do way back when, when I was, you know, 15 years old and really felt the pull that I needed to do something really um, close to my heart and really meaningful, 
And so all of those feelings of not being, a, not being good enough and not fitting in uh, went away. And so now, you know, thankfully, I'm still developing that spiritual practice and it's not finished yet, and I hope it's never finished, um, but I'm looking forward to learning today from all of you, uh, and learning about your spiritual practice, learning about your daily routines, and what it is that you do, because I think that it's going to really enrich my life. So today I am the student, and uh, I look forward to hearing from each of you teachers, and, and I thank you again for being here. So uh, on that note, um, I don't see Kathy on the screen. Kathy, if you're there by phone or something, can you let me know? Kathy was going to get us started and share her spiritual journey, but she uh, must have got uh, another obligation this morning or someplace she needed to be. So I'm just going to open the floor up to whoever wants to share about what spirituality your way means to you and about your daily practice. I can go if you don't mind. Okay, go ahead, Michelle. Um, so I grew up without religion or even, well, I suppose there was some spirituality. My mom was a single mom, um, starting with 18 months old. She raised six of us on her own. And so she was Catholic before that. And so after my parents divorced, it was basically like there was nothing. You know, you just are survival mode. But I never believed in God. I never had a desire to believe in God. And it wasn't until my divorce at 35 that um, I started meditating. And meditation, as I kept meditating, within like three months, I had a spiritual awakening. And what changed in me in that moment was that was very real for me. Like, I had to find my own version of God. Like, I went from not believing in God into knowing God. Like, knowing to my core. Like, nobody can tell me that we're die, we die, we're dead. I know. I know with all my heart that we go on. We're infinite beings. But it was a huge shift because I didn't believe any of that. Like people, you know, talk about God and then I would change it to the universe or, you know, spirit. But, you know, God to me was like a, like a bad word. Um, so what's really shifted in me, though, meditation is what shifted in me. And um, what and I just want to also share my daily practice, what I've been doing lately, which has been really powerful, because after all that's happened with this and I call my mom and I'm upset about, you know, life and everything. And she's like, you know remember the positive aspects in your life, all the positive things. So every morning now I wake up and I write down a sheet of all the positive aspects in my life. And then I write um, another page of an, an, a scenario that I want to manifest in my life because I teach law of attraction. So that's my passion. But just writing that gets me feeling so excited about what is possible and loving. And um, of course I believe in all this stuff, right? But and then I go meditate. And when I meditate, I ask for spirit's guidance and help. So I've been doing that every morning, only for the last week. But I'm telling you, it's been amazing. Because I was really depressed, like a lot of us from you know, even like three weeks ago, like could barely get myself off the couch. And now like, I feel like I'm, I'm alive again. And so spirituality to me is my life force. And doing something every day, which I get kind of lazy, sometimes I just you know, oh, I won't meditate today or whatever. But now, like, doing it every day, I've noticed my, my, my energy, my um, positivity, everything's gone up. So, um, so to me, a daily practice is huge. Maybe we don't have to be perfect, but that takes, you know, 20, 30 minutes for me to do that every morning. And it's just been fantastic. 
I love that. Thank you for sharing. And I'm making some notes here and I'll send out in the email when I send the recording, I'll send out um, a bit of a summary of the things that we were talking about. And, and what I really liked about what you said is doing the writing first and then the meditation, because I always think, I don't know why I've always thought you needed to meditate first and then do the writing, but I like that it's opening up those channels. So thank you for that. Yeah, I used to like look at like my phone first thing and look at Facebook. So now I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like I grab my journal, which is right by my bed. I like in my bed, I'm like hardly awake, which is that when all the good stuff comes up, I think when we're kind of in that half awake state. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just, it's been really, really great. Yeah. Awesome. Who else would like to share? I'll go. Okay, Fabio. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so back in the old country, I was raised Catholic. I went to Catholic school. Um, although I received quite a few mixed messages, my father didn't believe in that, but yet we were in, my brother and I were in that environment. So I became very confused and left it at that. And then we came to Canada and again, was put in Catholic school. I was a little older. Um, back in the old country, it was just a boy's school. Here we're mixed with the girls. But lo and behold, the sisters, they were making sure that us boys not look at the girls or think of the girls or uh, more mixed messages, for sure, for me anyway, um, through high school. And that made it more well, difficult for me to believe in that type of God. And so I, I left all that and I didn't have anything for, <laughs> I don't know, the calorie training. <laughs> um, and then, well, later in life, I discovered something about myself that had me believing in the negative aspects of that uh, religion, uh, the judgment and all that. And so I thought, well, you know, that, that just caused more fear. And I thought, well, I have to, I have to change that because, I don't know, there's got to be something else. And so um, slowly I started getting information um, that's been working for me. And so what I, yeah, what I ended up doing, I had to um, release that um, Catholic uh, thing. Uh, with much love, of course, but uh, it's gone down the road. Uh, but for that, I had to read enormous amounts of books. I've never read so much in my life. I never had any use for books until, well, recently. And um, so now, of course, I believe, well, in my, myself, my inner strength, my power, and I've been able to see the God concept, well, as a process more than as a person. So a process definitely cannot judge or condemn or be happy or not be happy, as opposed to a, a, the, the personality which has been assigned to some gods. Um, and that is working for me, very much so. Uh, as far as my daily routine, I concentrate on being thankful for the things that I do have, whether it's my health or the amount of money that I have, my job, which is paying off big time right now, <laughs> and um, my home, <laughs> and um, my new concept, of, of God for myself so that I can keep growing in the direction that I needed to to support me and my life. 
Thank you, Fabio. I've never heard that before. I, I made sure to write it down. God is a process, not a person. Well, it's not something I can discuss with everyone or I had the opportunity to discuss it with because, well, I don't want to hurt anyone or, you know, come across as confrontational. Some folks are very protective of their beliefs and I understand that. That's what makes you such a beautiful person, Fabio. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, what you're saying uh, about God as a process, not a person, I like that because it applies, you know, we often talk about the universe or source energy or spirit, um, higher power. Um, and you said my inner power, right. which I really liked. So thank you for that. Welcome. Who would like to go next? Annette. Hi. Hi. Me? Hi. Yes. Uh, okay. I love this topic. Uh, it's, uh, I do quite a, a few things every morning and for many years now. Uh, I think uh, a deep connection that brought me to, to my God consciousness was uh, getting into recovery and 12-step recovery. <clears throat> My story matched a lot of yours, Victoria, when you were sharing when you were 15 and, you know, just those different thoughts. I was like, yes, yes, that's, that's ditto. So over the years, uh, I've come to understand uh, more about loving myself and uh, finding my own connection with my God, a God of my understanding. And through the 12-step the process, it, it took me on that journey and I stayed committed to it. And I'm so grateful for that. So every day, I generally, I get up. I also learned to love myself as an Indigenous woman person. Healed a lot of that pain and past trauma. And so I do practice my smudge bowl every day. And um, I was actually given some traditional tobacco lately. So now when I do my smudge daily, I pray for that family and that whole connection that brought me that tobacco so it's in there every day for them uh, so i do that we do my husband and i we share our morning ritual we do three readings we do uh, one from uh, the 12th step we do one from louise hay uh, we actually and then we do another one five love languages we read one of that to to focus on healing our marriage and and staying committed to that healing and then we do a card pick a card for the day and uh, I've I've been a journaler I've started journaling in 1996 every day I journal every day and uh, there I uh, do my I let out all those feelings and those repetitive thoughts and then I end with gratitude all the time get the ugly out negative out and then journal gratitude at the end and uh, that's my practice and pretty, um, like, honestly, I bet you I'm 98%. I do that every day. And, uh, and then I tap into uh, Deepak and Oprah. I love their, their meditation. So I'm learning to med meditate now. And so I love spirit. I, like for me, it's all about, it's all spiritual. And um, I've done the cat, like I've done all, like, I'm just happy that I can uh, connect with. And now it's come to like with this man, just, I don't know this man, Flavio, uh, what um, it's come now. And in this experience in this last month, it's come down to 
me and my God, me and my God of understanding. Uh, so that's a really beautiful, neat thing that a uh, journey I'm on. So we'll see where that takes me. So thank you for hosting this and uh, bless you for sharing your love, Victoria. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I have so much admiration for you, you know, the, the consistency with which we do things and create these habits and rituals is something that I, I strive to implement more into my life and to, to, uh, to be more consistent at, be more consistent at being consistent. Did I just say that? <laughs> but that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> and so uh, I thank you for sharing. Alrighty, who would like to go next? Uh, Sarah. Thank you. Sorry, Hank. <laughs> um, you know, I want to start from when my spirituality started because it's been maybe several days that I realized that uh, last week I said my spirituality started while I um, found Louis' book in the bookshelves. But now I've realized that it started since the day that my, pa my dad passed away. And I realized that since the time uh, I started looking for him in streets behind the window, in the birds or any people passing next to me, uh, it was like the beginning of spirituality in me that I unconsciously was looking for the signs that spirit is talking with me but i didn't know anything about it and during these days by reading the books by going more into my inner child and listening to it i realized that oh my god it's more than uh when was it I, i'm 30 now so um 20 years around 20 years that i've started that i didn't know anything about it and uh, uh I was, uh, I was, I grown up in a Muslim family and my mom and dad, they were both um, positive people. Uh, my dad, not really into the religion, but my mom was. But after he passed away, my mom started going to spirituality and reading the books and she was always positive in my life. And she was one of the people who made me go through this way, I think. And, uh, uh, I wanted to say that um, she always told me if you, uh, your dad uh, lo uh, left us and you, you didn't have the main love of your life because I loved him a lot. He was the main person in my life. And uh, if he left your life, a bigger power, a more powerful, uh, energy or something as God is um, more highlighting your life. So try to ask for anything you want from him. And it was the time that I started knowing more about the God that in the past, my religion was telling me that you have to be afraid of because it, just one thing that you have to be afraid of is the God. But when I went through my path, I realized that the only one that I need to love and receive the love and there is no fear from that is the God that I have in my life and um, 
Yes, so it's been 20 years that my spirituality path has started and maybe I can talk about the meditations or whatever has helped me during these days in the ashram that I am that helped me to realize that is uh, I uh, write my dreams every morning that I wake up because I believe they are talking with me in, in another in another uh, aspect of my life that in the, during the day, I don't realize that, but when I fall asleep, they start talking with me more. So uh, I write my uh, dreams, I uh, journal whatever happens during the day. And I, actually I don't give a routine to my everyday. I listen to my intuitions in the morning or at night, whatever you want to do, do that. Uh, you want to do meditation, you want to do yoga, you just want to listen to the birds, listen to your inner child, whatever you feel is the best today is uh, just go for that. And yes, life is so beautiful and I'm really grateful for every second that I'm going through. Oh, that is so beautiful and your joy shines through. And I'm really glad that you uh, made that distinction as well that, you know, sometimes we were taught that God was something to fear. And uh, that's, you know, a lot how I was raised too. God is love, but you better be careful because God's watching and, you know, he's, he's keeping a list and, and he's judging and so on. And so uh, it's great that we can choose to keep what we want to keep from our religions and Christianity or Muslim or whatever it is, um, but we can also add our own spiritual flavor to it. Uh, Kathy is with us now. So um, Heike, before I get to you, I'm gonna go to Kathy uh, because she has prepared something to share with us this morning. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, how are you? Happy Easter. Thank you, you as well. Thank you. Um, so I just wanted to tell a quick um, little story about my healing journey. Uh, it started, I guess, my whole life, obviously, but a couple of years ago, I came to a really big crossroad in my life. I spent my whole life kind of putting my joy and my happiness in the hands of anybody else, really. Like, my job needed to be, people needed to talk to me nicely. I needed to react nicely before I could really love myself. And I guess a couple of years ago with the Heal Your Life training, um, I had thought up to that point that I had healed tremendously, and I had. I just didn't realize that I wasn't loving myself fully and completely, as fully as I could. So I took some steps. They were major um, leaps of faith. I quit my full-time job that I'd had. I'd had a pretty, I was very, very lucky um, my whole life, really. I met my partner. I manifested before I knew what manifesting was, the type of life I wanted, the type of partner I wanted. And I have that now. The key is just to remember that, that and to be grateful for it. Um, so I took a leap of faith and left this really cush job in administration in a First Nation community that had allowed me to have access to tons of like different types of therapies. So I got to dabble with emotional freedom technique, um, just all Reiki, all of these different modalities. But what I wasn't doing was putting them in place. I was spending so much time looking outward when really what I needed to be doing to get where I wanted to need to be, like to connect my soul, love myself to go inward. And I couldn't do that um, while I was surrounding myself in my normal everyday life. So I left my job, I took a leap of faith, um, 
and left the job. I knew it in my soul. I, it wasn't, it was dragging me down for a couple of years. I couldn't, I just had lessons I had to learn from that. And I've made healing my, my sole purpose basically for the last couple of years. And so what that looks like is that I follow what I'm guided to do. And I take time every day to connect to my true authentic self and to my soul and to higher power. So every day in little bits, whether it's connecting outside, I say prayers a lot. I have the prayer of St. Francis up. And I remember, I try to remember every day to affirm that life supports me in everything I do. I use the affirmations daily. And what we've recently started to do again is to, with my kids is to look ourselves. We did mirror work as our homeschoolers one last week because I don't think they've ever looked in their eyes and said, I love you, I really love you. And I, I have a daughter who's 13 and a son who's 9. I've only been what I would consider a true, authentic parent. I've only been parenting that way for maybe a year. And there's still, I still, you know, we still have, I make mistakes, I'm, but I, I apologize for them. Um, to, and we're just, I think that if you follow your heart, you know what's best for you. If something doesn't feel right, then take a breath and think, what is this? What is it doing? What can I change, right? We can always change our thoughts. If nothing else, we can change our thoughts. And so one thing that we've been trying to do, um, my children and I, is to send love out to the whole world right now. We're sending love not only for the planet, which is getting a lot of love because everybody's staying home and there's, you know, things are clear enough, but we send love to every single human in it that they can open their heart and love themselves because if everybody truly loved themselves, regardless of how we grew up, the abuses, the traumas, the belief systems, if we all truly loved ourselves, then we would have nothing but love for every other living thing too as well. So that's what we're trying to do. And I realize I don't have to do the, the things that I do within my own household and my own energy that I send out for me. They're huge. That's what I'm getting to now. That's what I'm really realizing. I used to think like, that it would have to be this grand gesture. But now I know that if I shine my heart, my love, my soul, this pureness out to the world, it does make an impact. It impacts everything around me, which yeah. you know, it grows. That is so beautiful, Kathy. And I love what you said about parenting and uh, to apologize when we make a mistake. And uh, that that is so powerful. and. Just there's such there's such lucky kids to be raised by a, a mom who is uh, on her own spiritual quest and and looking deep inside herself and teaching the mirror work and so on, and uh, you know what we what we put out there when we're raising our kids definitely uh, stays with them. Um, I'm thinking of when I was a child, there was a, a scripture. Uh, train up a child in the way that it should go, and when they are old, they won't depart from it. And, uh, you know, I, I remember that scripture from my childhood. And when I think now I'm 53 years old and I'm, I'm, I just said what I said, right? Because it stays with us. And um, all of those things that you're teaching them will stay with them as life skills for the rest of their lives. And that's powerful. Amazing. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you so much. Heike, I think you wanted to go next. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I grew up in Berlin, as I mentioned, and I was sent to, to church. Um, and I think it's, a, it's kind of the same mixed messages as Flavio 
kind of uh, mentioned earlier, I got sent to, to church, but my mom never went. But it seemed like that is the right thing to do for kids. So I was sitting there and I, looking back, I've realized that I sat there and I sensed that something is authentic in there. And then on the other hand, there's something really wrong there. And, and I, I passed and I got the confirmation and then I had the free choice if I want to continue going or not. And I'm, I'm grateful that I, I had a free choice there and I decided not to. And yet I felt that I, I still, I don't need to go to church. I felt still that connection. And then, you know, growing up with, with parents that had a lot of hurt because they were war children and then an abuse situation within the family with that weird German belief system, I had always these eyes that I saw things where I thought, why is that like that? Why are they so tense? Or why do they put all these rules here in this house and this family? Why don't they show the love like we should? I felt I'm on the wrong space. And um, then uh, sure, like then I started dreaming about Canada when I learned that I had a, an uncle there. And I kept saying that I, I want to go to Canada. And I already started reaffirming things without knowing about affirmations yet. <laughs> but I kept saying it. And, and truly, all of a sudden, all the stars lined up. And um, I, I met uh, a Persian husband. I had my Persian husband, Sarah, there's our connection. And uh, he kind of helped me out. He realized that I have to bring up that um, abuse situation and start healing. He helped me for that. He helped me to get to Canada. And unfortunately, then the message was over and that marriage fell apart. But um, that's how I came across Louise Hay. Helped me out of that. I started discovering my own power then. And, um, and realizing, and then heavily into affirmations. And although I'm a little bit like, I think like Sarah as well, um, I'm not having a daily uh, firm routine, but um, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Um, I, uh, I have to mention too, I, I then when I was in Canada, I, I got into a relationship of a, a really weird personality and I, I was like a flower that kind of was wilting there because he was so successful and it was all about him and I started you know being on that spiritual journey discovering more and he poo-pooed it and I'm like yeah so anyways now I see I had to have him I had to break loose out of it then I kind of hit rock bottom here I was all of a sudden didn't know financially where everything is going and then I had to sit down and really think what do I want in life? And I had so little at that time. Um, I had to, I was a, a couch surfer for a while. Some friends took me in until, you know, it was just me and my dog. I had to find a place to live and I had to be able to afford it. And then, um, then I, I sat down and wrote my list, my wish list. And then for me, it was not God, it was the universe. And um, all of a sudden, I got those messages and things started lining up. And that was such a good feeling. And since then, and then I went to card readers. And then I, I, I called it not God. I, I discovered angels. I love my angels. I have my, Mar my archangel Michael and... Gabriel and you know I have all my angels and I address them a lot and I had really really positive fun um, things where I learned that it works they gave me hints and and discovering that and and, and placing orders it, it is a lot of fun and now with my hypnosis therapy learning that I can actually help someone too or like you know kind of channel some energy 
that is such a uh, interesting journey and yeah so that's i'm, I'm still on the journey <laughs> You know, I really appreciate, again, what you've shared about the angels and archangels, because that's another way to really honor spirit, isn't it? Yes, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Maureen, I saw you put your hand up. Thank you, Heike. Hi, hi there. Um, I love what Flavio said. Is that correct? correct pronunciation yes. i've gone i've been on a spiritual path i've come to realize all my life and um i did go to church with my parents and i loved the spirit that i felt in church i knew that there was very good stuff in church however as i became older and started to read the bible and started to read other books i went my goodness they're not telling me the whole truth here and all of my life i've looked for truth i've looked for real i've looked for what is truly there in front of me um, and I loved what uh, Fabio said was the new concept of God. And that's something that I have truly embraced in this last year, because I believe that there's spirit and energy and strength in that. And I believe that there's God or a, a, a power in the universe. And I love what he said, because I've now come to realize that I have a whole new concept of God and what that means to me and how it's part of me. And I, and I appreciate learning that. So my, my routine every day is just to, to get up. And if um, I'd say 90% of the time I get up and do some exercise, movement, meditation. And something I've chosen to not do is listen to a lot of news because it does cause fear and anxiety within me. And I because I had a near-death experience, so I've been on the other side. And let me tell you, it's not scary. It's, it's something that we grow and desire and become part of. It's a beautiful spiritual place to be where there's no pain, there's no fear, there, you don't miss anybody. It's, it's a beautiful place to be. So I have no fear. I have no fear of what's going on around me. I truly believe that what's meant to come of this is going to be something miraculous and beautiful. And our new normal will be beautiful. And I, I don't want to go back to normal. As you were saying, Kathy, our earth is healing. I want to see that continue to happen. I love that. So each day when I do feel, and I feel those feelings around me, and there's days I wake up feeling angry. I'm going, well, what am I angry about? Oh, just a minute. That's not my anger. Are there, you know, I feel, I feel things and I have to differentiate between, is it me? Is it others? Is it what I'm feeling in the earth today? And just put out that love and belief that we're here for a reason. We're here to learn. We're here to become better within all of this, to stop, take the time, center, meditate, and be in those moments of appreciation and gratitude and disperse and dispense that fear and help and support those around you. What came to me today was there's a little elderly lady down the the walk who, um, you know, blocked from me, who's always been a beautiful soul in my life. And I thought, oh my goodness, I've forgotten about her. So I, I was, felt that I need to go down there and just drop a little card off and just say, happy Easter. Let me know if you need anything and, you know, give her my phone number again and let her know that I'm here for her just to help to serve. I love to serve. So, yeah. Thank you, Maureen. And uh, what a great inspiration, those, those little things that we can do to make a difference, okay? 
wouldn't that feel so good just to to get a little card in your mailbox or just that that note that someone is sending you if it's an email or whatever just to say hey I'm thinking about you I, I care about you and I'm here for you so beautiful and uh, thank you for for your reminder of service Maureen who would like to go next um, Priya I can't hear you, Priya. Um, I just need you to unmute. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Yeah, thank you. And um, so I didn't know, I didn't talk for long because I didn't know where to begin. And uh, I am, uh, my story so resonated with Sarah's. And so I'm not going to repeat all that that happened about my dad. And I actually got the, till then I never believed that, you know, I need to go to the temple. Is there a God and spirit? And I was far away from all that. I'm an engineer, electronic engineer and an MBA. And I was in the corporate world and being successful, blah, blah. And um, when I got eventually married, had uh, two children. And till the time my, I discovered that my both the children were uh, learning disabled and uh, they need a different kind of care and uh, and then i was totally involved in them so i left my career and learned about learning disabilities and remediated them myself and that was a wonderful wonderful journey though very overwhelming at that time but it has been 18 long years that i did that and uh, my daughter is a successful lawyer and she could overcome it. She's a scholar also. She got many scholarships. So is my son studying in IIT Indian Institute of Technology, which is a very uh, prestigious place to be in for engineering. And, and both of them have very wonderfully managed their way. But in the process, I kept on asking, like, why me? And in that process, somewhere, my everything collapsed, you know, my marriage collapsed, my finances went for a toss, my, like, success relationship, everything went for a toss. And eventually, someone came in my life, but that also didn't work. And here I was finally facing a depression. And that was just for a short time. And for me to realize that you know, that was not my path to be on. And I had to come on this side to understand what is life all about. And it's understand this engineering. And uh, Louise came into my life and I managed to heal myself just in a short span of three months. I could stop all my medication and come back to life. But, you know, I realized that I was always doing the mirror work that she says from my childhood. And I would always say, uh, hey, Priya, you are going to be the topper, the university topper, going to the mirror every single day while I was a student. And it always worked. And it was only the time when I stopped connecting with myself that life collapsed and it was a big understanding for me and my mother would always tell me that you know hakuna matata so whatever happens just be happy that's your work you know and today i'm learning a course in miracles which also tells me that your your role is to be happy god wants you to be happy and then i said being a science student that you know, uh, it was amazing for me to relate Einstein's law, 
E is equal to mc square, and that means energy is equal to a, a mass into the speed of light squared. And so then I started studying at metaphysics. They uh, teach different things, but here it's directly physics. And I'm like, oh, at unit mass, uh, energy that is within me is that speed of light. And so that is the speed of light. So if I lighten myself to that extent and uh, become the heaviness goes down to that extent, then I can attain the speed of light. And that is the spirit in me. And I started connecting everything. And I said, oh, I would like to call it the energy. And then God is everywhere. So my energy is everywhere. And so then I understood that that mass that I'm talking about, it is in living as well as non-living things and then the total mass on the earth remains the same. Then I heard Dr. Wayne Dyer telling the same and I'm like, oh, energy can never be destroyed. So there is no death. It can only be transformed. And so I linked it to Dr. Wayne Dyer's uh, teachings that my form changes from childhood to now. So I, I, I don't even call it a spiritual journey, but I feel that the spirit that I am is on a path and the body that I am is trying to catch up and match the speed, you know, of the spirit, spirit's journey. And it is that journey that is there. So uh, I feel so much death is happening around us, but that's no death. And they're changing forms and they're transforming. And, uh, and let's not mourn, but let's Let's just see what's happening in this beautiful world. And um, so, so it's better than the fear that is faced, you know. So every day for my spiritual practice, now I ask, how are you feeling, Priya? And if I'm feeling anything less than happy, then I just correct the thoughts. And like Louise says, maybe have a, an image of a yellow flower, so uh, whatever it is, then I run to the mirror Okay, I almost run to the mirror and I say, hi, I'm there for you, like, you know, and anytime there is anything overwhelming happening in my life, I just hold myself and I say only good comes out of the situation. And I thank myself for creating another contrast, because I'm, I'm thanking saying that it's creating clarity in my life. I'm getting more clear. And the spirit that I am has to learn something over here. But just send love no matter what, because I am love. And so I love having angels and fairies and, you know, I love that world and I choose to be in that world now. Yes. And, and it's just satisfying. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Thank and you. My marriage has come back. My husband is back with me and we are all living together anyways. Eventually that also happens. Everything is always working out for your highest good. And I'm on the journey. So open for totality of possibilities now. Yes. So beautiful. I remember one of the things that Dr. Wayne Dyer used to quote, one of the sayings he used to like to quote, it was uh, that we are uh, not physical beings having a spiritual experience, but we're yes. spiritual beings having a physical experience. Very and much Yes. So when we shift that thinking, it really makes a difference, you know, especially in light of what's going on right now, just remembering that at the forefront, uh, then there's no room for, for anything else. There's no room for fear. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. Who else would like to share? 
All right, I'm gonna do last call on sharing. <laughs> um, okay, so there, I, I have something that I would like to close. Oh, sorry. sorry. I was trying to unmute it, I'm sorry. Oh, Daisha, wonderful. <laughs> Um, thank you. I just wanted to um, share that I agree with pretty much a lot of everything that everybody said, because I think that God, universe, source energy, to me, it's all the same. And it's all within me and each of us and everything. And I think that right now, um, since we are, in my belief, all eternal souls learning that Right now, like we were saying, we don't need to be afraid. There's a higher intelligence and we're all learning. And then I just wanted to share that since a lot of people who um, have been interested in Christianity or were raised with Christianity and Catholicism, one person who I like to listen to for spiritual food, I think you said it was called Victoria, um, is Rev Ike on YouTube, Rev Ike Legacy. He has a really good um, perspective on um, teachings of the Bible, but in ways that I think a lot of us would take to heart and understand. So that's my advice. And I just wanted to share that. Thank and, you. And that's, I don't think we have much more time, so I'll just keep it at that. <laughs> Daisha, thank you so much. The, um, I really uh, look forward to checking that out. Rev, Rev Ike Legacy. Legacy. Yes, that's the YouTube channel. Okay, perfect. Wonderful. Thank you. And thank you everyone thank for you. sharing. Is there anyone else who wanted to share? Okay. So uh, one thing that really stood out to me today with everyone uh, sharing and, and those of you who didn't share, um, I believe you're feeling the same things that we're feeling. And uh, but as part of our path in this life, uh, you know, I, when I was going through all of that and when I was in that real searching stage and, and when I say searching, you know, like it was just that feeling of just not belonging. And, you know, I, I was adopted and I figured, well, you know what, it must just be my DNA that this just is not my fit and so on. But I listen to you guys talk and I find out that I'm not alone. Right? I'm not alone. You guys felt the same thing. And I find that with everything that we go through in life, we're not alone. And to, to remember that whatever it is you're going through, whether you know, you're having challenges in your relationship or challenges in your health or whatever it might be, that you are not alone. There are other people feeling what you're feeling. And that, you know, we're all in this together. We're all pulling for each other. We're all connected to that. Uh, here's some of the names you use today, the higher intelligence, the power of the universe, my inner power, energy, God, spirit, source, universe, all of those things we are all connected to. And before I do a, a little closing reading, I just wanted to share that yesterday um, I was spending some time in meditation and the word that came to me was sanctuary. And I believe that we are all in a period of sanctuary right now. And doesn't that feel good? Right? I, I got a, an email this morning from someone who said they were in, in um, lockdown and we talked about this last week. Uh, you know, lockdown or isolation and, and how the power of our words and 
some of you had shared uh, the different things that you were saying, and, and I was sharing that I was choosing to use the word choose. Uh, but now I'm thinking sanctuary. We're all in this space of sanctuary, and we can just appreciate the goodness that's coming with us, knowing that we're all safe and divinely guided and divinely protected, and that everything is truly working out for our highest good. And, and you know, I just want to say, too, I loved what, what Priya shared about practically running to the mirror. We use the term mirror work, and, you know, that just sounds hard mirror work, right? Um, but to put the joy behind it, to the practically running to the mirror uh, and just, just saying, hey, I got your back, right? Everything's going to be all right. Everything's working out for us. And I, I really appreciate your sharing of that. So thank you. So I encourage you this week to run to the mirror, <laughs> to put some joy in, in the daily rituals that you have. And I wanted to share uh, one of my favorite readings for probably 20 years now. Uh, it's, it's a classic, and I know you've all heard it, but I thought it was so relevant to what we we're talking about today. And it is from A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson, and it is called um, Our, Our Deepest Fear. And so uh, I just want you to listen to the words. You can close your eyes if you want to or keep them open, but... Here we go. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God, and your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And as we are liberated from our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And so it is. As you uh, go through your week this week, I, I encourage you to just be in that space of joy that, that light, that beautiful creative energy that you are, knowing that your spirituality shines out from you and helps to heal the planet and helps to heal the world, the people from heart to heart. The ripple effect is tremendous. I appreciate you being here. You may have noticed that I um, have extended the data added on another three weeks, and I'll probably add on another three weeks after that. Uh, loosely, our topic next week is going to be about our emotional health and uh, some of those working through some negative beliefs. And so I look forward to seeing those of you who could make it for next week. 
And uh, I thank you all for being here. This is exactly what I needed today. And you've given that to me. And I thank you. And I will see you again next week. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you. Bye, all. <laughs> Bye, thank everybody. you all. Bye. Bye.